1: From Loring Park to the big stadium downtown and the state fairgrounds to Minnehaha Falls, this is the intersection of faith, family, and Christian culture in Minnesota. It's time for Crosswalk with your host, Lee Michaels.
2: All right, welcome to Crosswalk. Um, we're in the KingdomBuilders.com studios today, and my name is Pastor Solomon. a Kwaka from Spirit of the Lord Church, the host of Isaiah 61. We are excited to guest host for Lee Michaels, and um, I have with me in the studio, um, Nakara Barnett and um, Michael Grace. Um, two of you, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. All right, awesome. So uh, I, I just brought guests with me, and I hope you enjoy the conversation and and really the life journeys that they both have um the perspectives that they bring and their walk with God and how God is continuing to align them with his um his purpose for their lives the 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 twin cities and also you know our church spirit of lord church um in minneapolis so um i'll start with you michael uh, i know that uh, you are no stranger to you know you know this podcasting, radio stuff. You've you've done a little bit of um, hosting here and there, and uh, you're actually gifted in in that light. Uh, can you share with us a little bit about your journey uh, coming to Christ and um, where God brought you from?
0: Sure. So I came to Christ back when I was 19 years old, um, back in 1991, December of 91, just out of college, and just came to know the Lord, always had a hunger and a thirst for him, just didn't really understand the nature of it. And so I came to Christ because of a girl. Um, <laughs> and so I came to church and I came and she left and I stayed. So, <laughs> so I have been in church for 32 years um, and have okay experienced many, many, many different things, but it certainly has been a lifestyle that no matter what I go through, cannot be avoided. Yeah. Um, when I don't go to church or when I'm not, you know, in a place there's, there's a sense of emptiness that transpires because it's such a part of, has been over half of my life that I've actually been in church and walking with God. So I wouldn't right, right. be able to exist.
2: Yeah. But that's interesting that a girl, you know, really brought you. And, um, can you share a little bit of details to how that happened? Cause I know that you're not the only person. There are many people who can identify with, with that, but there may be different, um, viewpoints or, you know, uh, how it, it actually was orchestrated by God.
0: Sure. So I, I was just out of college, or actually, I was in the middle of getting ready to get out of college and i was really I was really searching um, I grew up without a father um, in the home and um, had a, the love of a mother, which was amazing um, but i i I was at a point in my life where I was searching for something mm. that I had never experienced before. Yeah. And so dating never really was like a huge focus of mine mm-hmm. but I loved I just loved hang out. I loved the art of relationship because I didn't grow up knowing what that really was okay. outside of the love of my mother and my younger brother. And so um I had a friend that I dated previously for a short time that ended up going to the church and she set me up with a friend of hers. So, um, when we first met the condition to going out with me was you got to come to church. <laughs> well, that wasn't hard for me because I always had a love for God in my heart. Yeah. Since the age of four years old, I, oh, I used to have dreams at the age of four, of ministering and preaching even though I didn't even understand what that meant back at that particular time mm-hmm. I so so when she said you have to come to church that that wasn't even that was a no-brainer to me so when I came to church I came that that Sunday and so when I was asked if I was going to be back um, I was shocked at the question because in my mind it already had been decided and I actually got there before anybody else did, and anybody that knows me knows that I'm usually one of the first ones to do that to be right at the church because it 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 affected me and impacted me at such a degree and we dated for a short time, and as we did, she went through different things, it never really became anything serious. I stayed, she left, and I'm still there,
2: Wow. And that's an amazing story um, of how you actually, you know, your love for God just was kindled, right? Mm-hmm. You, you had some encounters, experiences, and it was there, just waiting for that explosion, right, to occur. And <laughs> God knows the way to our hearts, so He's mm-hmm. like, "Hey, give me everything, because once you give me, once you give me your heart, I have everything, right?" and it's interesting how God works and I'm glad that um you stayed. You stayed. You, you you actually responded to God's voice. Now, Nikara, what's sort of your experience? Probably I don't I don't think a guy brought you into the church, but we want to hear from you.
1: So, I um I've been in the church since I was born. Um but I would say my experience was a little bit different. I'm sorry, can you hear me? So my experience was a little bit different um because how what really brought me to Christ like yeah. cuz I was baptized when I was 8 years old okay at my grandmother's church. So my grandmother brought me to church with her and um was I 8 or I think I was a little bit young. I probably was like around 7 or 6. Okay. Um but so I just I would go to church faithfully every Sunday with her. I was on an usher board. I was in the choir, praise dance. And, um, I was always, even like after not going to church with her, I found my own church with, um, some high school friends and I praise dance there. I just had progressive Baptist church on the East side of St. Paul. Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, shout out to them. Yeah, um, could. so I was there for a while and I, um, I enjoyed praise dancing. It was, it was amazing. It was fun. But it's I still feel like I just didn't have that connection up until I probably was in high school. A friend of mine once again um invited me to her church and it was a Pentecostal church yeah so the praise and worship service is a little bit more different Definitely. from Baptist and that's what I grew up um and I just I grew up in a Baptist church so I just noticed that the Like this, like the spiritual energies was just really thick and I just appreciated it. Mm -hmm. And I just appreciated um, just the like. The communication between the members and um, and God and how they communicated with God, they spoke in tongue. I just appreciated it, but it wasn't it was I don't feel that it was that that connected me. I had found out because my father passed away. He was murdered when I was five years old. I found out that it was actually the very same church that he was saved at. So it was just like by coincidence. So I felt like um, God bought me there and I was able to heal in that church. And um, I was there faithfully every Sunday and I've been there since high school. Haven't skipped a beat. Wow. Um, but that's like I feel like that's what really brought me closer to Christ is just being able to heal um from that hurt mm-hmm. of my dad being murdered and um and whatnot. So after so it was like during COVID, church kind of closed down. Um we weren't you know, we weren't meeting, but we were still texting through a group chat. And um it was Joseph invited me, a friend of mine, Juice, uh, Juice the Comedian. Shout out to him.
2: Shout out to Juice. <laughs>
1: yeah. So he invited me to Spirit of the Lord, and which is also a Pentecostal church. And um, I just, it, it's not the exact same as the church that I, like, yeah. g- where I feel like I got saved at. Um, but I just feel like it was still welcoming. And it was, and it was just, it was, it's, That connection I will feel like I will never lose, and I've been on it every since, and I just can't, um, I can't imagine my life without God and just that saving. So
2: yeah, incredible, and both both really highlights the importance of the invitation, right? Mm -hmm. So we can have a church right here and (laughs) and a message and a sermon talking about the power of the invitation, right? Exactly, And, and so. This is how God orchestrated your journey to being fully committed and experiencing and tasting of his goodness and never looking back. Right. Um. Briefly, before we take our first break, what has it been for you, Michael, that has kept the fire burning?
0: So I think for me, what kept the fire burning is that one time it went out. Mm. So my fire went out and when my fire went out, I realized how cold it could actually be. Mm. And so when I realized that it was when my mother passed away, my mother was a very important part of my life and she was actually a huge priority in my life. I was a, she was a single parent and Mm -hmm. I was her middle child. So I helped raise my little brother. So it was it was more like a brother-sister relationships rather than just a mother-son relationship. Yeah. So when she passed away, it jarred me like nothing I could ever describe. Mm-hmm. Um, and even in that, I still wow. stayed in the church. I still went to church, but the fire burnt. It burnt out. It. I mean, it, it just dimmed because I didn't know how to recover to that point. Wow. But what caused it to really burn again was the taste from the fact that I could get that fire back again, mm-hmm. and since that time, mm-hmm. I just have never been one to allow that fire to even look like it's going to dim. Mm-hmm. When it gets to that point where it's going, you know, with a match yes. it goes to the Praise tip. The Lord, I, I just couldn't allow it All to right. get to that
2: point. Yeah, and so we'll, we we appreciate this. We will be taking a quick break. Um, we'll be right back. We we'll hear from Nikara. What? Um, is it that has been keeping her fire burning and so you're listening to crosswalk and this is the kingdom builders.com studios All right, welcome back to Crosswalk and uh, the KingdomBuilders.com studio. I'm guest hosting for Lee Michaels. This is Pastor Solomon, the host of Isaiah 61. And um, as we went were, we were on the break, we talked about keeping the fire burning. Michael Grace um, did share with us about, you know, how he had experienced being on fire for God. And so when the fire was quenched, um, he had a desire to get it back. Oh my goodness that desire I, I pray that God would you know just rekindle that fire that, that desire to to long for him always bring that fire back God and anybody who's in anybody's heart who is listening to us right now and just needs that word of encouragement that needs to reconnect with the source Lord give them the the ability to come to you with mm. all confidence, knowing that you you are the ultimate person who makes our fires light and never go out now, Nikara, mm-hmm. what's been that experience for you?
1: Honestly, I can piggyback off of mr grace um I can say that me too, I've strayed away um from the fire, and mean, of course not purposely, yeah. but it's just life life did happen and for me it was switching churches or switching environments um bringing myself around um people with different beliefs Mm -hmm. you know and like as as strong as my as i feel that it is today not to say that i won't it won't ever happen again where i where i do stray away because i am i'm I'm a daughter of of God, you know, like I'm not perfect. So I can say that um, just by those circumstances, it it kind of led me to stray away. But like you said, Pastor Solomon, God has a connection um, to your heart. So once God is in your heart, he's Mm -hmm. in your heart forever. So what kept my fire burning was just always just, simple things like god does not make you he does not require you to run a marathon he doesn't ask you to go to space he doesn't you know he doesn't give you these impossible tasks for you to complete he mm-hmm. just asks you to try so just by me trying just a little bit um whether if it was read a sentence in the bible yeah. speaking up god's name listening to a gospel song things like uh, things of those nature is what really um, led me to that fire yeah. that I've always had. It's so it's, it really just, although it may not be fully ignited, you know, when mm-hmm. like when you look at a grill and it got the fire a little bit there, but it's, it's not always, you know, it's not up, but it's still there. Yep. So it's just like us. Once we have that fire, it never goes out. It's just... It just goes down a little bit. It's so. just like
2: the pilot, right? The yeah. pilot light, mm-hmm. and all it needs is just that spark, right? To to get it there. Exactly. And and I think you touched you touched really on the cross of what we are r- really talking about, which is uh, totally relying on God, and then uh, helping, praying that He would help us spark, right? And it's tied with the theme that we're dealing with in church which is maximizing your potential so there is a level of operation that we could be elevated to function at and it's kind of like sometimes we're we're comfortable functioning in the cold when guys like man you got to get hot Mm -hmm. you know get back up there to where i have called you to be and that's really repent repent is going back to the top. So okay. Mike, Michael tell me how how is God continuing to work in you through you and with you?
0: Oh my gosh, that is a humongous question. Yeah,
2: so give us a, just a, a little taste and then So
0: <laughs> the the best way that that's I could question. tell you is I'm at this place in my life right now where and i I was just sharing this with somebody the other day that i don't really I don't really quarrel in my mind because I want the space of that to be available to christ yes. and it's to answer your question it's just that he is speaking on a whole different level and the one thing that I've come to understand is that for so many years. I've kept God in this box because the teaching that I was given is that God can operate this way and God can operate that way. But I've got to this point now where I'm like, well, what about those places that we've never seen him operate in? What about those ways that we've mm. never seen him do? And and I make a statement quite often and I say, you could live 500,000 years and never, ever, ever experience the completeness of who God is, but... If we if we condition our minds to allow God to move in Mm, whatever way he desires to move, no matter what that looks like, then he we begin to maneuver into areas and places that we never, ever considered Mm. we would ever go to because he is redirecting things and he has to redirect them by time because every three to five years the earth changes Mm -hmm. or the world changes Mm -hmm. so we have to change with it in order to continue to be
2: effective right right and it's it's really aligning ourselves truly to his call in our lives and and you you know you you just you just on fire right now Mm -hmm. um we're we're gonna keep that fire going (laughs) but nikara what what is it about about um, your discovery of your calling, your passion that drives you, because I, I I could I could feel the fire, the the passion, right, the zeal, you know, to to do so much for God.
1: Well, I think I guess it kind of gives me an introduction of what I'm doing right now, kind of. Um, we know that God. When he calls you to do something, or if he, his purpose for you is before you are even born, right? Nice. So, one of my gifts that I was literally bored with is cooking, and um, like I was, I was sneaking. I was like five years, five years old, five six years old, and I was in the refrigerator, sneaking food <laughs> and then cooking in the microwave because my mom couldn't, my mom said I couldn't use a stove. Right. Oh, so, okay, so I, that's, so that was like, it's, it's a gift. It's one of my gifts, but I know that God's called me for this particular purpose that I'm in right now, which is working with youth and just the, um, the focusing on youth development and yeah. bringing them to Christ. I know yeah. that's my calling because of just how God pretty much revealed to me, first of all, of that, of that gift and how I can use it, how I can use those very same talents to bring them together and, um, do those things. Like I have right now, I have a, um, a cooking class and I have, I have a catering business and I've fundraise i well the cooking class is of course to teach the youth how to cook right and then the and then the uh catering is to fundraise for the youth to eat so it's so how that kind of works how that works together um it's just funny but god revealed to me just this year um after Mm -hmm. just being removed from certain from other things that i wasn't supposed to be uh, belonging to so it's just it's amazing how god calls you to do something and you know once it's for you it's really for you and he's gonna make sure you do it and um i just i remember just praying because i just was i just asked god you know how does these mm-hmm. two things correlate yeah like how how does cooking like you know how does cooking and youth development because i worked for a non-profit um and i worked with youth but i will sell plates on the side you know, and then God removed me from the from the non that I was working for okay. and started giving me opportunities to work with youth at other places for my to develop my own business. So it was just like how does that how does that make sense? So Right. And And, I, you know. and that
2: that's him. That's him <laughs> because a lot of times we we get into spots where he's like, Okay, I'm gonna use your gift, your talent, and you're gonna, you know, go in business or make money but then your purpose is to support ministry his kingdom advancement which is which is incredible and i i just i just love you know one time you you did some you know you sold some food at the church as part of a fundraiser and man them egg rolls were the bomb (laughs) So um, yeah, we'll give you the, we'll give you a chance uh, to to tell people about mm-hmm. you, your cooking up business and um, how they can connect with you because sure. you know it's anointed food. It's one is there's good food, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. There's good food and there's good anointed food. <laughs> I tell you. <laughs> True. <laughs> All right, yeah, and it so we, good food. yes, and so we 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 are having a fun, a blast, um, right here in the studio, and I wish you could you could share and 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 join in. The conversation, but I believe that God is blessing and God is ministering to you through these guests that I that I have, Michael Grace um, and Nikara both uh, members of Spirit of Lord Church. Now we will be taking another quick break, and we'll be right back. My name is Pastor Solomon, host of Isaiah sixty-one. I'm just guest hosting for Lee Michaels on Crosswalk. <laughs> welcome back to Crosswalk. My name is Pastor Solomon, Aquaka with Spirit of Lord Church, host of Isaiah 61. I'm the guest host for uh, the Michaels today on Crosswalk. And we're in the King- KingdomBuilders.com studios. I have with me, um, again, Michael, Grace, and Nicara Barnett. And we're having a great time, great conversation. Um, in fact, I, I feel just an awesome presence here uh, because there's godliness present. Right, Which means that god's presence is is made manifest. we're having a, a conversation about their journey and how God has or- orchestrated several things from their call, which resulted from an invitation <laughs> <laughs> from, from both of them right. from friends right one was because of a female the other was just a um, friend connecting reconnect helping her reconnect um, and then you know staying in 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 a mm-hmm. calling and now we're we're transitioning into a conversation about uh they they're both mentors and they have a heart to mentor people and that's part of the calling that God has upon their lives now Nikara does um catering business, but she also helps teach people right teach young young adults how how to cook and that's an outreach tool that she's using. Michael Grace has done. Um, mentoring for several years, um, you know, helping the youth really in diverse ways, but more importantly, really speaking into their lives, helping them find their purpose or grow in their purpose. And I, I feel like there's a great in a section that leads us to this part of our conversation. So, Michael Grace, you have a heart to mentor in fact when i when we first connected, that was the one thing that I'm like wow this this is great. You never cease to pursue someone until you get them because that's that's what God does, right? He pursues us until mm-hmm. He gets us to mm-hmm. talk to us a little bit about that so
0: I have a burden for for young people, but really for young males that grew up in a home without a father. Mm-hmm. So, I grew up without a dad. Um, my dad was not there by choice. And I didn't have the benefit of knowing what it was like yeah. to have a father in my life. And so I was bitter for a long time. But I, at some point, and I couldn't even tell you when, that bitterness turned into a love to try to pour into what it is that I never had. Mm. So when I raise my son, I often get asked the question, how did you become a good father when you didn't have a father? And I simply say, because I became the father to my son that I wished my father would have been to me. Mm And so then I started so I just I do I I'm a I'm a pursuit person and I'm (laughs) I'm I'm lightly aggressive and I'm lightly aggressive. So when I see something, you can tell me, "No, no, I'm good. No, I'm good. No, I'm good. But my 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 ears don't hear. No, I'm good. No, I'm good. No, I'm good. My discernment says I hear what your words are saying but I know what your heart is feeling because Mm. I'm discerning what that is. So I use a different approach. So I, when I, before I got saved, I was the, the theory that we would use if you can't win fair (laughs) cheat. So when I got saved, it was okay. So if this way doesn't work, then I'm going to do it a different way. Okay. And I'm going to do it a different way until I come upon the avenue that, that, that gets you. And the one thing that I've learned over the years is the one thing people cannot reject no matter how much they try is the act of love. They may question why the love is there, but that's where my mentoring comes from. And I mentor because I just feel like my, in my mind is if I can get you to think differently about yourself, then you'll pursue all that you never thought you could ever have. And that is the basis for everything that I do from the gifts that God has blessed me to operate in yeah. to the perspectives that I that I go forth. And and, and I, I li- I'm, one of the other things that I do is I listen to what you don't say. I listen to the words that you say, but I'm also hearing the words that you're not saying in the, and by, by your by your facial expressions, your 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 dispositions within your body movements. I pay attention to all that. And I just. Go in for the for the for, for for
2: the for the obtaining of your soul. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, yeah, and and that's that's awesome because God pursues us relentlessly. Mm-hmm. Right, he doesn't he doesn't never give up. He doesn't ever give up. In fact, you would you would think that you know he would let Jonah go, right? <laughs> but he needed Jonah to deliver the word, mm-hmm. and no matter how Jonah twisted it, where. You know, God made certain that He was the one to deliver the word. So there are some people that God has called us to, and we are. He He really puts us in the position where we have to do what we need to do. So N- Nikara, that really aligns with your with your life story and where you're at, mm-hmm. right? And now you're mentoring young y- young adults. Talk to us about that journey.
1: So I um. Before I wasn't in, a, in a, before I was an adult, I was mentoring people that were in my age group. Oh. <laughs> so it's funny how that works like before I was when I was a child, I wanted to to reach out to the to the children. If they may have been a few years younger than me or they might be, have been the same age. But I just I guess it's because it's the at-risk juveniles mm-hmm. that I that mm-hmm. I am passionate for, um, not only because I was one, but because it's it's surrounding. Yes, um, and it's just you know it the the paths that we can take. You know, some some say that it's that it's up to you, but it's it's not. A lot of times you have to be you have to see something. You have to want to you have to be mentored by somebody or you have to see something different, someone to kind of do something different. So I just, I stand on the the Bible verse, Proverbs 3, 5, 6, trust in the Lord with all your yes. heart and lean not on your own understanding in Praise all your God. ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your he paths. Will. So yeah. that's something I really surround my life by. And that's what I surround my organization pathways um, by. And I, that's where I kind of get that from because I, because even though, you know, I was brought up in the area where gang and violence was popular and it was a it was a thing to do. And it still is, unfortunately, where I grew up. Yeah. So I just, I know that reaching out to the youth, like how I was reached out to, and give them an idea, show them a route, and show yeah. them God's love, they might want to change their paths a little bit. Mm-hmm. Take, take another, take a step elsewhere.
2: Yeah, dare to be different, both of you, right? Exactly. You Exactly. Michael wanted to be become the dad that he didn't have. Mm-hmm. And you dared to be different, even... In the midst of being a young person, you stood out because of the call of God, and and see, when God calls us, we cannot hide for for long. Jesus said that there is the 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 when you see um, light, you don't put. You don't put a la- a light and 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 cover it. It has to be exposed, mm-hmm. and that that's what God does and has done with both of you. I'm just excited about uh, the testimonies that will continue to evolve and come out based on your obedience, right, to what God has called you to. So now, um, any any one of you, how have you dealt with a challenging? situation right as a believer um and you know it could be anything that was related to doubt in your ministry or Mm -hmm. you know just not being certain and you know right along when you thought that you know it it was it was over or you were gonna give up God just showed up in a way Uh, quickly any of you
0: (laughs) I would have to say that there's many times that you don't have confidence. You know, I, I always take it very seriously when you when you talk about ministry, because you're not a representative of you. Mm. You're a, a representative of the, of the creator of the heavens mm-hmm. and the earth. Mm-hmm. So you you're very careful yeah. that you don't want to say the wrong thing. Right. But yet, you know, you have to say something. And so it's like but then I think about when I get into those moments of of challenges. And I get into those moments of no confidence. I think about the people that I've mentored and the people that I do continue to mentor. And I think about that one day when God spoke to me and he said, if you think it's me, just say it because if it's not me, you can always come back and fix that. But if you should have said it and you didn't say it and it comes with a, Mm -hmm. a a bad result, Mm -hmm. you can't fix that. Yeah. And so I think for me, it's just I think about the people that I have influence over and how how my actions could affect them. And it's no longer just about just about what it is that I do. And so I just don't I just like, well, here we go. Let's just, you know, jump on the boat and see if it floats and hope mm-hmm. there's no holes in the bottom of the boat and and you just and if there's holes in the bottom of the boat you get out you swim and you go back to shore you just go back and you just re re reevaluate what it is but even though the challenges are there the challenges don't have to dictate how far you'll go
2: praise god praise god god is faithful anything you you have in the car
1: i would say um at one point in time when when I got the word from God of what I was supposed to be doing, um, what my purpose was, once he find, once I got that clarity, I just started to question, like, am I organized enough? Can I, how, I thought it was supposed to be, like, my the organization's supposed to be organization. Like, I was supposed right. to have a building. I was supposed to have people. I was, you know, like, I always had to be such a, organized thing and I just and I got the word that you know God has organized himself just do the work Yeah. just do like just do the yeah. work and yeah. that's it
2: wow when God calls us he <laughs> equips us but he wants us to take that step right exactly. that step it could be a baby step but it's a step mm-hmm. alright and ladies and gentlemen you're listening to Crosswalk we're here in the KingdomBuilders.com studios and this is Pastor Salmon I'm the guest host for Lee Michaels and we'll be right back All right, thank you for you really joining us. Um, it's been a, a fun ride, and we would um, be the uh, last segment of the crosswalk today. My name is Pastor Solomon, host of Isaiah 61 I'm here in the KingdomBuilders.com studios, and I uh, continue the conversation on our show with Nikara and Michael Grace. And I want to give them the opportunity, um, each of them, to share with listeners um, out there what God You know, has impressed upon their heart. So you you may be listening to us, or you tune in earlier and you're still listening, or you may be listening to us after the fact and you're like, wow, their journey really mirrors with mine. And I just know that God is speaking to me. I'll give each of them the opportunity to to share from their heart what God is saying and to just be an encouragement, a source of um, hope, courage, and, and, and faith to you. So, um, Michael, you want to?
0: So I, j- I just, you know, my heart is just to speak to the people that are listening, and that is just just to encourage you. Um, encouragement is a huge part of, of what I do and what I try to always exhibit. And I just want to encourage anybody that may be listening today that if you're experiencing situations that seem to have you overwhelmed or you're experiencing situations that may have you just questioning your faith or questioning whatever it is that you're dealing with. I, I want to encourage you to just give those concerns to Christ, give them to God because he can do more with them than your worry can do about them. And if you would just give those to him, the the scripture tells us to cast all our cares Mm, upon him for he cares for us. And when you cast it, you leave it with him. Mm, mm, And the tears that you cry, I need you to know that your tears matter. Your tears on the other side of the shed tears is victory, hope and, and encouragement. So just know that you are that you are valuable. You are important in the eyesight of God. Praise God. No matter what you're going through, it is not to kill you. It's to make
2: you live. Praise God. Oh my goodness, that was amazing. Yes. Thank you so much, was man of God. Yeah, Nakara, um, sh- sh- share with them. Be a blessing.
1: Sure. I I just want to say that what you said. Um, I feel like. I wish a certain person that I was that I was con- talking with yesterday. He's a um, police officer, and he he was just he witnessed constant um, killings and in front of you know just in front of his face, and he was just he was just discouraged. And those very same words that you um, that you said, you know, I, they weren't word for word, but that was exactly what I was telling him yesterday. Mm-hmm. It's not to. It's not to make you weaker, but it's to make you stronger in the area that you work. So thank you for sharing that. Um, For me on the way here, I actually was trying to think about everything I was going to say, which is funny because, you know, I'm I'm not really – speech, you know, is not my thing. So I was just like trying to practice about what I want to say. But something that's been on my heart to share was – same just as um just as what God done did for me in in the terms of yes. my calling i feel like he can do for you no matter what your talents are you know you can use your talents for god you can you know i was one day i was told that i couldn't use cooking as a ministry i couldn't do cooking and have a have a nonprofit, um, and do them both at one time. But look at me now, you know, if, no matter if you're your hairstylist, a comedian, you know, a singer or dancer, you can use those, your, your talents to, to present God and, you know, work for God. So yes. just don't, um, don't be afraid if he's calling your name answer. So that's, that's what I have on my heart for you today
2: wow that's that's truly encouraging t- from both of you, and I believe that God is just uh speaking to us um and me inclusive because um I gotta be encouraged every day i I gotta keep moving, and um we all gotta keep moving right and so that w- those words were now words that I believe that um people that are listening are gonna be blessed um and they will go- come back to this podcast. Um, and this recording and truly re feast on the substance, because the spirit and the power behind those words are from God now nikara uh, for those that want to connect with you or learn more about what you do, how can they connect with you?
1: Well, you can follow me on instagram um or it 's n- at Nikara. Uh, It's it's N-E-A-C-A-R-A For at Nakara Um, You can Follow us on YouTube We have a cooking show It's called Cooking Up with Juice and Nakara Um, Same Cooking Up uh, C-O-O-K-I-N-U-P Cooking Up with Juice and Nakara And you'll learn how to Make some of our delicious Samples on there So um for right now that's what I have for you to connect with me. Yeah.
2: All right, great. Mm-hmm. And um cooking up is um is not yeah. only a, a business but it's a ministry that she um you know uses to bless uh different uh, different nonprofits and yes. the spirit of the lord has been a beneficiary of um her kind works and Michael Grace. Mm-hmm. Um your mentor and you you you're you're into ministry um just how how do people connect with you? You you sometimes post these daily, you know, motivations. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: So you you can connect with me um, on Facebook, uh, Michael Grace, just as it sounds. Or if you would rather shoot an email, you can send it to Michael D A Grace. And it is Grace G-R-A-C-E at gmail.com and I am notorious for responding to every message that comes. That comes to me. So again, that's Michael, M-I-C-H-A-E-L, D as in David, A as in Adam, Grace, G-R-A-C-E, at
2: gmail.com. All right. Thank you so much, both of you. It's been an inspiring um, session here, and we're excited about what God continues to do, where God brought you both from, where he continues to take you. And I'm pretty sure that we haven't even seen the tip of the iceberg because God continues to work his purpose within us and we're just responsive and that's what I sense and that's what I hear. Now it's been a great time to... Guest host, Foley Michaels, here on Crosswalks, and we're in the KingdomBuilders.com studios. My name is Pastor Solomon Aquaka from Spirit of the Lord Church, host of Isaiah 61. You can hear uh, Isaiah 61 on on AM 980, Saturdays at 2 p.m. Um, And with that, I would say that if you want to connect with Spirit of the Lord Church, we are 1001 Penn Avenue North, 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis, and we are called to preach the gospel to the poor that's what we're called spirit of lord to revitalize our community and i'm i'm excited that two of you are doing exactly that god bless you god bless you for listening and until next time we praise god and thank you god bless you